Friday, Friday, Friday. Everybody ready to get to the weekend? Yep. Yeah, of course. Of course, old man. No, no, no. Let's keep working. Let's go ahead and keep working. But we love Fridays out here at uh, one of my home spots, really, Riverwind Casino. Love being out here. Always something to do on the weekend at Riverwind, whether it's uh, win a big jackpot, participate in their promotional drawings. We have the 80K Leap Into Love drawing tonight. Get on out here. Hopefully you'll hear your name called. You know, if you have your wild card, you've got a shot. If you've been playing with it, you probably have a better shot. But somebody's going to walk away with a lot of cash and bonus play tonight in the 80K Leap Into Love promotional drawing tonight. And then we have the 60K Cupid's Mad Dash final drawing. And that uh, really good promotion as well coming up tomorrow night. Drawings begin at 6. These hot seat drawings, again, three names called out every half hour. Then the grand prize winners Uh, That drawing happens just before midnight, but a lot of people are going to win a lot of cash and bonus play in both of these drawings. The uh, 80K Leap Into Love drawing tonight and the 60K Cupid's Mad Dash drawing tomorrow night. Riverwind, nearly 3,000 electronic games now. The new gaming floor is spectacular. They have the best selection of games. They have uh, a great poker room that's always busy, and people are winning in there as well, having a great time off-track betting. They have the best games, the best bars and dining. They even have a big-time hotel attached right to the casino. They've got great shows at the Showplace Theater. We've got Beats and Bites coming back for uh, the late spring on through the summer. Always something happening here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Parker Thune, how you doing on this Friday? I'm doing fantastic, Steely. The Sooners made a huge upgrade in the special teams department, which I'm sure we will discuss later. So, I mean, hey, if Oklahoma football is the thing you concern yourself with more so than anything else, which obviously because of my occupation, that is the case for me, I'm thrilled to see that Oklahoma football continues to head in an upward trajectory. Yeah, Doug Deacon from San Diego, San Diego State. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later. But let's start in the world of Bedlam basketball. We have double Bedlam tomorrow. You've got the uh, Sooner women uh, getting the festivities started. They host the Cowgirls at 1 o'clock on Fox. Jenny Baranchek and company again leading the Big 12, looking for a Bedlam win tomorrow. And then you have the uh, Sooner men in Stillwater tomorrow, 3 o'clock, ESPN2, in what is a gigantic game for Oklahoma because the Sooners are on six victories in league play right now. We've talked about getting to eight. That also would get you to 20 victories on the season. Would probably see Oklahoma as a team that's definitely going to the NCAA tournament. If you win one of the remaining games, and then maybe you got to win one maybe in the Big 12 tournament to get to 20, you can still get in. But if you don't win again, you're not going to the tournament. And that would be 6-12 and 12 in the league. Unless they made a remarkable run in the Big 12 tournament, uh, they would be in some trouble. So, Oklahoma State, the problem for OU right now, Oklahoma State's playing its best basketball of the season right now. They're playing, uh, you know, better than they have all year, and they're coming off two straight victories. Uh, they've been getting up and down the floor, which I think actually is good for Oklahoma as well because in the half court we know it can get just plain really ugly for the Sooners, uh, you know, when the game is played at a slow tempo and they've got to play half-court offense, uh, they struggle. So this game tomorrow is going to be very interesting. Let's hear from Porter Moser on with T-Row this morning. 
Uh, he was asked about the team's attitude. Does Porter think uh, his team still believes they can get this job done? Absolutely. They know. They know it's, it's it, the, the schedule that we have. And they're confident against them. We've played, you know, the teams. We've, we've, we've been there. And uh, no doubt. I think we all know we can shoot it better. We're going to. Um, and uh, But we know that we have a lot of pieces. You know, I think getting Waldo back, even even with Waldo and John down, the guys had no confidence was not the issue against Kansas. We just didn't knock down shots, and they made a, a run where they made those three threes in a row. But um, that, that is not the issue. The guys believe in each other. We, we hope we can get Waldo back, and if we don't, if we don't, we're going to go to Stillwater and play our tails off. There you go. Porter Moser talking about the matchup again with uh, the Cowboys uh, tomorrow, 3 o'clock on ESPN2, and the Sooners uh, really need this victory. Uh, you look at the remaining schedule, it's going to be very tough. You've got Houston at home. You have to go to Iowa State. You have to go to Texas. You have Cincinnati at home. Uh, you know, you would look at the remaining schedule and say, well, they'd be favored in the Cincinnati game. The other games, they would not. So you would really do yourself a big favor winning this game tomorrow. Parker, I'm sorry about the levels from here. Hopefully they're all right, but they're not as easily controlled out here on this equipment that I despise. Uh, but anyway, Analog man in a digital world, I know It's crazy because I had all my levels set out here because you don't want to be, like if you have a guest on, you don't want the want the casino sounds to overwhelm your guest speaking, and I think I can handle that. But coming in and out of sound bites, the levels are going to fluctuate a little bit. It's just uh, it's just too difficult for an old man. But uh, how you feeling? What's your uh, what's your gut telling you about this matchup tomorrow in Stillwater? Well, I, I'll be honest with you, Steely. My gut hasn't felt great about Oklahoma basketball for a while now, so it's. It's hard to convince yourself that the Sooners, especially down John Hughley and Rivaldo Suarez, are going to be able to go in there and run away from Oklahoma State. Obviously, you can certainly see them winning this game. I think they're better top to bottom than the Pokes are. But this isn't as much of a mismatch as it might have appeared a month ago. The gap has closed substantially since then. And... The Sooners haven't been as good on the road as they have been on their home floor. We know that. We understand that. And so is it a game they should still win? Absolutely. But, man, I I would be lying if I said I didn't feel a little bit uneasy about that matchup tomorrow and the way it ultimately plays out. Yeah, I mean, you think about uh, the first meeting between these two teams and uh, the Sooners had to hang on and fight for dear life to win that game 66-62. And Bedlam usually – you know, even though Oklahoma State uh, has had a, a very down season, they're playing their best basketball of the year, there's no doubt. But uh, the Sooners had to fight, scratch, and claw to get that one and win it by four points. And I know at some point a lot of Sooner fans were thinking during that game, oh, my gosh, they're going to lose to Oklahoma State. But they were able to pull it out. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Uh, we know that John Hughley, again, had a knee procedure. Uh, Porter kind of left the door cracked open that he might be able to return uh, you know, later in the year, uh, but we know that Suarez, it looks like, is going to play in this game tomorrow for Oklahoma. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Should be an interesting matchup. All right. Uh, so as you said at the open of the show, Sooners have a new coach on the way for special teams. What can you tell us about uh, Doug Deacon from San Diego State? Well, I'll tell you this much, Steely. If you have gotten the chance yet to dig into Doug Deacon's background, you're probably thinking what 
I was thinking on Monday morning when I found out Doug Deacon was going to be the guy at Oklahoma to replace Jay Nunez, and that is, how on earth did Alabama not call this guy before Jay Nunez? Because he has, well, and also not only that, but how was he not retained by new San Diego State head coach Sean Lewis this offseason? Because he has an outstanding resume. I'll read you a brief excerpt that outlines some of the accolades for the San Diego State special teams units under Deacon's direction. This is from the story uh, that we had drafted at OUinsider.com for when that news became public, and here it is. Under Deacon's tutelage, San Diego State punter Tanner Colgen led the Mountain West with 45.4 yards per punt in 2020, while the Aztecs' Jordan Bird's 31.9 yards per kick return ranked seventh in the country. In 2021, SDSU's Matt Ariza earned unanimous All-American honors and won the Ray Guy Award. The Aztecs also blocked three punts as a team. In 2022, kicker Jack Browning earned earned Mountain West Special Teams Player of the Year honors, while Bird was the only player in the nation to return both a kick and a punt for a score. Come 2023, Browning was named a semifinalist for the Guy Award, and SDSU's special teams unit ranked among the national top 10 in efficiency for the third straight season. So over the last four years, and he has been the special teams coordinator at San Diego State for six seasons now, but particularly over the last four years, San Diego State has had some of the best special teams play in the entire country, and you kind of heard it all outlined there. Kicking has been strong. Punting has been strong. The return game has been strong. There has not been an area of weakness for the Aztecs in that department. And I think what's also encouraging about bringing on Dakin, or Deacon, I guess, not quite 100% sure how you pronounce it. I'm assume Deacon. Uh, but part of the thing that's encouraging about bringing him on, Steely, is the knowledge that he is not just using this gig as a launch pad to go somewhere else. The only employer he had ever had before accepting this job with Oklahoma Steely was San Diego State. He played there from 2007 to 2010, immediately jumped into his coaching career. He had been at SDSU for 17 years before he took this job at Oklahoma. So you bring a guy like this on with the knowledge that, yes, he's going to drastically improve your special team's play, but also he's not going to constantly be looking ahead at what the next thing might be for him. No, he is going to be where his feet are planted And for the time being, his feet are planted in Norman, Oklahoma. Yeah, that's a a long time uh, to be on the job, no doubt. So, uh, again, we'll see what the the fruits look like next year as Oklahoma ventures into the SEC for a whole new era of Oklahoma football. And, uh, you know, you've got new coordinators on both sides of the ball. You also have a new special teams coach now as well for the Sooners. By the way, the Porter Moser audio, our Ortho Central clip of the day. I want to thank Ortho Central again for their sponsorship. They have clinics in Norman and Midwest City and now a Tri-City location as well, which services uh, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. Their full-service clinics treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Here at Riverwind on a fantastic Friday, Scotty McCreary in concert tonight. At the Show Place Theater, doors open at 7, the show at 8 p.m. So the Show Place Theater will have some great music tonight here at Riverwind. Let's take a break, come back. We have the, uh, I've got two dumbass clips of the week. Two of them. 
Yeah, I've got two of them. You one doubled short. up on us? I did double up. Yes, I did. And uh, we'll also hit the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. We are brought to you by Lasher Home Comfort Systems. During our first hour, we appreciate Tim Lasher and his company, 405-579-3113. Heating and air needs, you have a problem, you have an issue, give them a call. They will come through in the clutch, just like Timmy did back when he was kicking field goals for the Sooners in the 80s, 405-579-3113 is the number. All right, Um what a win for the Thunder last night. We'll talk about that. That was that was spectacular. That place was energized. Oklahoma City has a legit chance to win the West, folks. I think we've all been kind of waiting to see, all right, this is real. Yes, they're really good, but could they win the West and go to the NBA Finals and maybe, maybe win the Finals? And the answer is yes. Now, do I think they will? No. Still a little bit too young, but I keep thinking this, and they keep surprising me time and time again. So, We'll hear from uh, Mark Dagnall and uh, Chet Holmgren and J-Dub on that big one of the Clippers in the next segment. Uh, Busy day here sports-wise, Sooner Baseball, home opener. T-Row on the radio, 3.30 pregame show, Mitchell Park, four-game series. First game for the Sooners at Mitchell Park this year, 4 o'clock today against Wright State. And Wright State's not a bad team, the Wright State Raiders. They have a doubleheader Saturday, a singleton on Sunday. But 3.30 pregame on the wrap, the Sooner baseball team and Wright State from Mitchell Park. Uh, Patty and company play in the Marionetter Classic tonight out in Palm Springs. Two games, and uh, the first one's tonight, 7.30, against Mississippi State, and then Wisconsin at 10 p.m. Now, remember, the Sooners landed uh, Peyton Monticelli, the pitcher, from Wisconsin through the portal. So I don't know if this will be kind of a bad blood matchup. But uh, Oklahoma 9-0 to start the season, obviously number one in the country. They've won 62 straight. We'll see if they can make it 64 with two wins tonight. Women's gymnastics, 545, or I'm sorry, 645 at the LNC. But get there early, about 530. Maggie Nichols is signing copies of her new book. So it is going to be a busy night for uh, K.J. Kindler and the ladies as they host West Virginia tonight, 645 at the LNC. But, again, get there early uh, if you want to get your book signed and get a copy of the book signed by Sooner legend Maggie Nichols. Okay, uh, let's get to the dumbass clips of the week. I found two, and eh, I don't know. They're not like the best, but sometimes you get big-time dumbassery and sometimes you don't. But let's start with clip number one. This is St. John's head coach Rick Pitino bussing his team in the postgame. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> I don't think they move well laterally. I don't think they're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. This has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. What a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> oh. 
Well, how about that, Parker Thune? Uh, totally bust by uh, Rick Pitino. What he's basically saying, saying is Chris Mullen, Walter Berry, Bill Winnington, and Mark Jackson are not walking through that door. Holy smokes, man. And Look, Rick <laughs> Pitino hasn't been relevant in a decade. And so I get that he's in the twilight of his career, and he's probably at the point where he's he's made enough money that he feels like he can say whatever he wants because he can walk away from this job tomorrow and feel content. But how, as a head coach, do you go on the record, sit in front of a room of reporters, and say those things? Like, it's one thing to say those things. It's another thing to say them to people whose job is to report and relay the things you say, you know that's going to make the rounds on social media. You know it's going to get back around to your players. Obviously, that's the type of stuff that you tell your players in the locker. Like, you're having candid conversations with them. You're challenging them, and you're explaining to them where they're falling short, where they can get better. But just to come out and basically say all of the stuff that would otherwise be reserved for the locker room into a microphone? Ugh. I don't know how his team musters up the exuberance to play for him the rest of the way. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little over the top right there. Rick Pitino's always been a little bit shady, though. Maybe actually a lot of it shady. Yeah, shady. All right, the- sleazy is probably a better word. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's some sleaze there. All right, and the other uh, dumbass clip of the week is really great, actually. But it's, uh, you know, if it's kind of funny, I'll throw it in as the dumbass clip of the week, too. This was uh, an NHL game last night. The uh, Saint, the Blues hosting the Islanders, and a call uh, went against the home team. But I loved how the uh, NHL ref explained what happened after they looked at replay. You're a th- Stupid dumbass. <laughs> You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from <laughs> Garrett Rank. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Whoa! <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. <clears throat> what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Steely, like, like, what is dumb about that clip? I thought that was hilarious. No, I, I know. I just thought I'd throw it in. It was too good. It was too good. But uh, you're right. It's not exactly a dumbass clip, but I had to work it in somehow. So, but, yeah, I, I don't think I've offic- heard an official, you know, open like that. Well, you're not going to like the call, people, but no goal. Pretty good stuff. Last night in the National Hockey League. All right, we're here at Riverwind Friday night, steak night at the River Buffet. Come on out and enjoy a great steak buffet. They've got any kind of steak you like cooked to perfection, and they've got all the great side dishes, dessert bar. It is big time. And then take part in the festivities here tonight. Uh, We have the 80K Leap Into Love promotional uh, drawings happening tonight. Last drawings of this great promotion. Tomorrow night, 60K Cupid's Mad Dash drawing will happen here at Riverwind. Also, in concert tonight at the Showplace Theater, Scotty McCreary. So, as always, a lot of things happening. Good times abound here at Riverwind Casino. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's do it. A listener on the 405, uh, in the 405, rather, simply says, regarding Dakin, or Deacon, Deacon, Deacon. 
I got to get that drilled into my head. Deacon. For some reason, I want to say Dakin. He says, regarding Dakin, whoa. Yeah, I'm telling you, folks, that's a really good hire for Oklahoma. Literally about as good of a hire as you could have possibly come up with. Another listener says there had to be a change in special teams. Plank used some new metric last week that showed offense, defense, and special teams. Offense top 20, defense top 20, special teams somewhere in the 90s. OU recruits top-level athletes, and the only possibility for this slow of a metric is desire. It's coaching, period. Yeah, and, and a lot of times, like uh, I know in Coach Switzer's days and, and with Bob Stoops, and look, they play some really good players on special teams at OU, but you would see some of the very best players on the roster running down the field on special teams. Uh, so, yeah, they've got to get better in that area. Mule shoot didn't even concern himself, it seemed like, with special teams at all. But uh, by all accounts, this looks like a really good hire for OU based on the track record there at San Diego State. All right, 405-651-3439. That is our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, a listener in the 918 says, do they still have Taco Bueno inside Riverwind? They uh, they do not. They've got another Mexican uh, spot, though, there uh, at the season's food court. So they do still have tacos and everything you're looking for. But the Bueno is no longer there. But it is, uh, there are really good choices over there at the food court, and they totally revamped the food food court as well. So uh, if you haven't been over there, uh, like they've got these built-in screens around the little walled-off area in the food court where they've got all the games and everything, it's really cool. But And you still have Mexican uh, as a choice there. K-Dub in the 918 asks, will our new special teams coach have a defensive end back deep on kickoff team receiving pooch kicks asking for a friend? (laughs) Oh, man. That's right. Yeah, that was at the Kansas game, right? Marcus Stripling. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the Sooners, again, uh, what did Brent say before last season? We need to make sure that Oklahoma doesn't beat Oklahoma. And in those two games, it surely lo- and look, not to take all the credit away from OSU and Kansas, but the Sooners surely made their fair share of mistakes uh, and could have very easily won both of those games and probably should have won at least one of them. And you can talk about the call in Stillwater. It should have been made, yes, no doubt about it. But, um, you know, they've got to play. The best teams don't play mistake-free football week in, week out. But Oklahoma's got to get better in that department, no doubt. All right, break time here at Riverwind on a Friday. Uh, Let's talk just a little bit of Thunder basketball before we get right back to Sooner football. We'll hear what uh, T-Row had a conversation with uh, Brent Venables. We'll hear what he had to say. Uh, We're getting you ready for Bedlam basketball tomorrow, 1 o'clock in Norman for the ladies, 3 o'clock in Stillwater for the men. But let's take a quick break right here from Riverwind on a Friday. Keep it here on the home of Sooner fans. Friday here at Riverwind, and as always, there are many things to do out here at Riverwind Casino. You know, you could make it a weekend. You could come and stay at their world-class hotel attached right to the casino. It is, it's an awesome hotel. And come out here and have a great uh, dinner at Steak Night or at Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. Hopefully hear your name called in the uh, 
Big promotional drawings happening this weekend. The 80K Leap Into Love tonight. The 60K Cupid's Mad Dash tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, you can watch all the games out here. The ladies' game is on at 1 o'clock. Bedlam, 3 o'clock for uh, the Sooner men at Oklahoma State. So we're doubling up on Bedlam tomorrow. You can see the games. Watch them right here. Enjoy yourself. Maybe you take in the Scotty McCreary Show at the Showplace Theater. Uh, there's always something here to do at Riverwind Casino. Justin and the crew out of here. Uh, they know how to operate a casino, and they have the very best promotional staff in the area coming up with these great promotions month after month after month. won't be too long before we have Beats and Bites back. The new lineup is out. You can find that online at riverwind.com. You know, the great festival with all the food trucks and the arts and crafts, and you can bring your folding chair and uh, catch some great music outside under the stars uh, for Beats and Bites 2024. Uh, it's not that far away. All right. Uh, Thunder last night. Man, that was impressive. Oklahoma City outscoring the Clippers in the second half, and uh, they, they dominated the second half. They outscored them by 20 in the second half, and it was just a great uh, performance by Oklahoma City on both ends of the floor. SGA with 31, Lou Dort 19, J-Dub had 18, took over the fourth quarter again. Chad had 17 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks. OKC shot 56% from the floor, 49% from three. And by the way, Oklahoma City turns around. They play uh, the Wizards tonight at the Paycom Palace at 7 o'clock. And in other Thunder news, the Thunder waved Poku. Poku is no longer with OKC. There is a roster spot open for the Thunder. So we say thank you to Alexei Pokashevsky. Poku is done with the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, let's hear from J-Dub and Chet after the game last night on Oklahoma City's big-time performance. A lot of it is having energy, just having the break. So um, I don't want to attribute it all to that, but that definitely plays into it. And um, I think that was one of our, like, focal points going into the game was just, you know, trying to trying to kind of come out of the break and, and just play really hard, and I thought we were able to do that. Uh, that's kind of our identity to play hard, and I think we were able to kind of mash that with some physicality too. I thought we were extremely connected. We were communicating well, and uh, on top of that, we had a lot of effort. Uh, there were a lot of effort plays, um, especially close to the rim, uh, slapping the ball away. Uh, stealing it when they brought it down, block shots. Um, you know, we were in there fighting. All right, and we're going to hear from Mark Dagnall after the game as well. And uh, he sounded like he was really happy with the way they came back out of the All-Star break. But he, he also sounded like, you know, maybe tamp down the expectations just a little bit at the end of this clip. Here is Mark Dagnall on the win last night. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this, this game, there's a lot of randomness coming out of the All-Star break. Um, so I thought... It was great mental toughness by us, um, starting with practice yesterday and shoot around today. I thought we did a great job coming out of the break and readying ourselves for competition uh, and diving in. But uh, I don't think we saw the best version of them tonight. Uh, and so I wouldn't read too much into the game outside of just a good mental test for our team that uh, we passed. There you go. Well, I will say this about the Clippers. They they had their fullest uh, allotment of players. You saw Paul George out there. You saw James Harden out there. You saw Kawhi out there, Russell Westbrook out there, Norman Powell. They had everybody out there ready to go, and so did Oklahoma City. And the Thunder was uh, the much better and fresher team last night, particularly down the stretch. So 
you know, we're starting to look at because, Parker, it's a little bit like, I don't know, a college football team you think is going to be pretty good, they got a chance to be good, and they keep winning these games, and you're like, can this team really compete and, like, go to the playoff or win a national championship? Maybe TCU would be that example. We know this team is extremely talented. There is a new big three with SGA, J-Dub, and Chet. No question about it. But now I think the question that we're all wondering is, okay, this team's going to win at least 50 games, no doubt, probably 55-plus, maybe even get to 60. And they keep having these statement wins. Can they actually win this thing, win the West and win the title? Well, I think the thing you worry about, Steely, is that, look, on paper, sure. They've got a strong enough resume. They've had enough of those statement wins, as you mentioned. They've certainly got the talent to contend for a conference title, even an NBA title. But when you get to the postseason, I think what comes into play is the been there, done that factor, right? And the teams that have made deep postseason runs before, maybe a little bit more equipped uh, in terms of just knowing what it takes to win not just one game, but win a seven-game series. So that's kind of my holdup on the Thunder is, yeah, they're a good team, man, and they got talent, and SGA is no doubt an MVP candidate. But when it comes down to it in the postseason and you have to outlast a team with comparable talent and a team with comparable juice in a seven-game series as opposed to just a single game, is Oklahoma City going to have the resilience to be able to pull that off? I think that's a fair question to have right now about where this Thunder team is headed, albeit while acknowledging that unambiguously they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, and I agree with that. You know, it's a different level of basketball, and, uh, you know, um, guys who have been there and done that and played in these big big games uh, would have an edge over SGA and J-Dub and Chet. But you keep seeing these guys like, you know what? I, yeah, the three future Hall of Famers on that bench over there uh, for the Clippers, but we don't care because we're going to go out and win this game. Uh, I saw one of the Clipper fans, I don't know if it's a Clipper fan or somebody uh, reacting, to, uh, reacting to Oklahoma City's win, like, ah, the Clippers will wax Oklahoma City if they get in a playoff series. Would they? I mean, Paul George does not have a great playoff reputation. James Harden does not have a great playoff reputation and it's the opposite with both of those guys and they're both great players future hall of famers but they haven't been able to get it done in the postseason so anyway uh the bottom line is thunder basketball is fun again that arena was so juiced last night we're having a great time why shay's so into it we're scaring the dogs all the time because we're yelling at about a big play and we wake them up but that's a good situation to have by the way gordon hayward's debut last night he did not score he played 14 minutes, 0-2 from the floor. Um, you know, looked a little out of place there last night, and, and um, they, they tried to get him a bucket or two, and, you know, they were mistimed passes or whatever, uh, or they were broken up. But uh, Hayward's going to be a big factor. And Giddy made a few shots last night. I still no, yell no pretty much any time he takes a three, but he knocked a couple down last night. But uh, Gordon Hayward is going to be a contributor to this team but again last night no points 0-2 from the floor four rebounds in 14 minutes for Oklahoma City all right let's get a couple of texts in 
on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. By the way, Brandon Drum, of course, coming up at 135 today on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. LaDonna from Lubbock says, I paid my son's last bursar bill for his aviation degree at OU. One down, one to go. Party emojis. Party popper emojis, I guess. There you go. Congrats. Congrats, LaDonna. She's still... uh, She's one of our one of our uh, sooner ops out out there in Lubbock. She and her husband, and uh, they do very covert things out there to ensure that those Red Raider hillbillies are kept in their place. Travis from they California, with regard to the Thunder, says coaching game plans change dramatically from the regular season to postseason. They will take away things you like to do. Yeah, but, I mean, they try and do that during the regular season, too. And that you're right, because that's precisely why Oklahoma City got Gordon Hayward, because they didn't want to be in a situation where people are playing 10 feet away from Josh Giddy and then clogging the lane where Shea can't get to the hoop as easily as he normally does. Now, Giddy's become, you know, maybe a little bit better of a shooter, but, you know, that's why you go get Gordon Hayward, because they're not going to lay off Gordon Hayward in that situation look the playoffs i get what you're saying it's a different brand of basketball you know the the chess matches change from game to game so but uh like i said sometimes you run into a team that just doesn't care you know they just think they're they're really good I, i'm trying to think of the the youngest team that would have won a title would it have been those um was it the 79 sonics maybe with dennis johnson and gus williams and uh um, who was the uh, Jack Sigma and Lonnie Johnson, Greg Ballard, downtown Fred Brown. They had a mix of youth with some veterans mixed in there. But, look, do I think Oklahoma City is going to win the title? No, but I think they could make a deep run. All right, we should take a break right here. 1245 on your Friday. Mike Steely, Parker Thune. It is Steelman and Thune presented in hour number one by Lasher Home comfort systems here at riverwind it's another big weekend they all are if you haven't seen the newly designed gaming floor you need to get out of here more gaming machines more opportunities to win they've got a oasis gaming area that's smoke free now they've got a skyloft gaming area upstairs riverwind was already the best and now they're even better all right coming right back more of your texts next right here on the ref It is Friday here at Riverwind Casino. Doesn't get any better than Riverwind. And the weekend, love being out here. If you want to eliminate reading glasses, like me, the old man, the only time I ever might need reading glasses is when I can't read my own little chicken cursive writing. That is like you could use the Hubble telescope and barely be able to read that. That's how bad it is sometimes. But I'm glasses-free because of uh, Dr. Bellardo. So if you're well over 40, and I'm, I'm way, way past 40, uh, if you are either far-sighted or nearsighted, you need to call my guy, Dr. Bellardo. I've known him for years and years. The staff there is incredible. Totally trust them. Check them out and see if you qualify for lens replacement or cataract surgery. From the experts at Advanced Laser and Cataract Center, Dr. B and his team have been the leaders in vision correction in the area for over 20 years now. Call today, 405-755-7700 for a free consult from Dr. B himself. Dr. Bellardo is great. Or you can go to ALC 
ok.com. And like they always say there, if you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Do you think that uh, it, TJ would mind if after this show uh, I took this equipment and I drove it out to Lake Thunderbird and threw it in the lake? I know I would mind, Steely. I like that You equipment. would? You do like that equipment because you're a young whippersnapper. Well, That's why. Well, not only that, it just makes life so much easier if I'm ever on the road and need to throw together a setup. Because, like, for instance, the traditional tie line, you have to have those hardwired into power, right? You have yeah. to have a power source. For me, with as much time as I spend on the road and how tight my schedule is at certain points, there are times, for instance, a couple weeks ago when I was out in Holcomb, Kansas, where – I have to do the show from my car, and when I have to do the show from my car, the car is parked, obviously. Let's just be clear. Um, But when I have to do the show from my car, it's useful to have a battery-powered unit like that one that I don't have to worry about having plugged in for three hours. We'll, We'll make this your permanent equipment. We'll just give it to you. That's what we should do. I, I can't go throw it in the lake today because Teddy's out here later today. But my only problem with it, and, and you talked about some of the advantages. And by the way, of course, nobody cares about this conversation. I, I'm sorry, people. Old man ran here. This is my three minutes of yelling at clouds, even though I'm indoors. But the, getting the levels set on these are very, very difficult, particularly when you've got background noise like we have here at Riverwind. But... The other problem is it, the headphones sound to me like if you have, let's say, your uh, your playlist playing and you're working out or you're doing something and you've got your headphones on, it sounds like you're playing your music and there's no bass. And I'm all about that bass. I'm all about that bass. And it's just like playing with treble only. And that's the issue that I have. It might be because I'm old. It probably is because I'm old, and I'll shut up about it. But anyway, so I will make sure that it gets back in t- or Teddy will. I'm not going to throw it in the lake this time. Uh, 405-651-3439, Meyer Chevrolet text line. Let's head back there. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a lot of Texas Tech texts after last segment. Kevin and Tulsa said, hey, Steely, you mean tortilla throwing hillbillies? LaDonna from Lubbock said, she sent us a screenshot and said, speaking of Red Raiders, they can't understand why our softball tickets are in high demand. And attached a screenshot from a softball Facebook group where apparently Oklahoma fans have bought up all the tickets to te- to uh, Oklahoma's road series at Texas Tech in Lubbock on March 15th through the 17th. Imagine that. Good for, good for the Sooner fans. If you're in a Facebook group now, you're either what, like 65 plus or, I mean, are people still in Facebook groups? I mean, if anybody on our station should be be in a Facebook group, it's me, but I'm not. Are you in a Facebook group? I am not in a Facebook group, no. Are you on Facebook? I am on Facebook. I don't know that I have actually posted on Facebook since I got married in August, so... Uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time hanging out there. You know who's the new uh, king of Facebook is uh, Tyler McComas. Really? Well, I mean, he runs the the, uh, the rep Facebook, oh, okay. and he you know he does all of that stuff, and he's killing it there. He's absolutely well, he's... the new king of Facebook. It's it's uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and uh, then it's Tyler McComas. Well, okay. Here here's my question. 
I would love other perspectives on this. Is there actually less detritus on Facebook right now than the other two major social platforms? Because Facebook, it used to be the platform that we'd all make fun of because it's where the senile old people hung out. But I, anybody, anyone who has a Twitter account these days knows how, and I don't even know what the proper word is to use to describe that platform, but... There's all kinds of crap everywhere evil. on Twitter. Well, yes, evil and also just junk, you know, complete. Um, what, 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 what would even be the proper word? I think detritus was a good one. I probably can't do much better than that. There's a you lot know, of detritus I, on Twitter, and there's obviously a ton of detritus on Instagram as well. That's one I don't know. That's the first one you've used that I don't know. It sounds like uh, like athlete's foot or something. Is that what it is? Athlete's foot? Yeah, detritus. Uh, no, that's fungus that you're thinking of. Uh, well, it, it sounds like a fungus. Part Perhaps. of the fungi family. Very fun family to be around, the fungi family. All right, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I saw that Rolling Stone did a uh, story, you know, I don't subscribe to Rolling Stone, but I see some of their tweets, and it said, Here's the reason you have porn bots in every single thing that you tweet out, pretty much. Which is unbelievable, by the way. It says, basically, if you have any traction and get any kind of interaction on Twitter, that you're going to have porn bots for a while. Uh-huh. They're so annoying. Do you have any? Of course. Literally I mean, everyone has them. You just you try and report, 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 and, hey, want some of this? You know, it's like, get out of here, you skank. <laughs> but you cannot get rid of them. It's ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. All right, we got to get out of here for hour number one here at Riverwind on a Friday. Another big weekend out here. Brandon Drum coming up. He'll be joining us on the Riverwind Hotline at 135. We have another hour to go, so keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. Talking to you on a Friday, our favorite day of the week. Here at Riverwind Casino, love being out here. Justin, the crew out here, they're the best at what they do, making sure that you're entertained, making sure that you can win some money, some cash, some bonus plays, some prizes out here at Riverwind Casino. And uh, you're going to have a chance again tonight. In the 80K Leap Into Love drawings tonight and uh, tomorrow night, you have another opportunity to get it done in the 60K Cupid's Mad Dash promotion. We have steak night at the River Buffet, extremely popular tomorrow night. It is seafood night time. And then Sunday, 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 a big-time brunch that is very well-reviewed here at Riverwind by all the patrons. Many dining options. I'm standing out in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. They've got a great food court. They have a smoke-free gaming area right now, the Oasis gaming area. They have a Skyloft gaming area upstairs attached to the hotel. And uh, they've got great concerts happening indoors and outdoors at the Showplace Theater. Tonight, Scotty McCreary on the uh, Showplace Theater stage. Doors open at 7. The show is at 8 in March. Jay Leno and Jim Gaffigan, two really good comedians in April. Ryan Bingham, the uh, singing cowboy from Yellowstone. Ryan Bingham and the Texas Gentleman, Friday, April 19th. Kip Moore, Saturday, April 20th in May. Comedian uh, Chelsea Handler on Friday, May 3rd. And Brantley Gilbert on May 10th. We also have 
the new Beats and Bites lineup out there. If you haven't seen it yet, it's online, Riverwind.com. What is Beats and Bites, you ask? The Outdoor Concert Festival here at Riverwind. We will have uh, the first show late in May, so late spring, all through summer. Outdoor concerts here at Riverwind, very popular. You've got the most uh, well-liked local food trucks out there. You've got activities for the kids, arts and crafts. You've got everything in music, outdoors, at Riverwind. And uh, check out the lineup. Get your tickets now online at riverwind.com. Okay. Hour number two, as always, is brought to you by our friends at Black Thunder Roofing, online at blackthunderroofing.com, 405-473-8028. They're locally owned. They operate in Norman and Edmond. They also service Shawnee, Yukon, and Mustang. Black Thunder Roofing is your local roofer. They're an Angie's List Super Service Award winner four different times. Black Thunder Roofing can do it all. They're basically a one-stop shop for customers looking for one contractor. BlackThunderRoofing.com, 405-473-8028. All right, Sooners, Cowboys tomorrow. The men will play 3 o'clock. ESPN2 will televise. Oklahoma in go-round number one with the Cowboys, 166-62, but it wasn't that easy. Sooners had to fight, struggle, scratch, and claw and get that win. And now the Cowboys are playing their best basketball of the season. And Oklahoma is on the road. They're not going to have John Hughley. It looks like they will have Rivaldo Suarez. But uh, the Sooners need this game. They need that game to go in the win column. This is Porter on this morning with T. Rowe. And he was asked about the keys to this matchup with Oklahoma State. I think both of us are pushing the pace, want to push the pace. They look like they want to play a lot faster. They're playing faster. We want to play faster. It got, you know, it got kind of like a rock fight. Both teams defensively were just really locking each other up. So that's one thing we want to do better. Um, you know, like like fouling, like like those emotional control. You know, I know there's a little lot of said about that. But we got to have emotional control. It's emotional game, and we got to have emotional control with that. The other thing is rebounding. We got to continue to do that against them. They're they get even their Cincinnati game. They got some key rebounds down the stretch, and so we've got to we've got to rebound well against them. And uh, I do think that their guards are just so good. The freshman Brandon Garrison's playing really well. They're 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 playing very well. So we've got to um, really defend them at a high level. All right, there you go. That is Porter Moser uh, talking about the matchup of the Cowboys tomorrow. Jenny Baranchek and the uh, Sooner women host the Cowgirls tomorrow. One o'clock. That game will be televised on Fox. By the way, Oklahoma won in Stillwater by seven uh, earlier in February, and the uh, Sooner women obviously favored in that matchup tomorrow. By the way, can we pull up the uh, Skip clip? Because I-, I love this this morning. Skip Johnson, Sooner baseball coach, Oklahoma home opener today. Four o'clock first pitch against Wright State. Four game set this weekend at Mitchell Park. Three thirty pregame. On the ref, T. Rowe on the call, Oklahoma 2-2, two and two. Uh, you know, 2-1 and one in Arlington. They lost to Dallas Baptist. You know, what else is new? Dallas Baptist is good, and the Sooners have had a DBU issue uh, at times, no doubt about it. But this looks like a very talented team that uh, has a chance to make a nice run. And But this Wright State game will not be a, um, you know, just a walk in the park, so to speak, for Oklahoma this weekend. I, I love this clip from Skip because T. Rowe, you know, ask him about Wright State, and he gives the scouting report on Wright State, and then he goes into the allergy report. So here it is from this morning. Uh, well, they've got 
uh, I think seven of the nine guys returning. They made a regional last three years. They'll be really athletic. Um, they're really good. I mean, it's probably one of the better teams we'll play all year. Is excited to be back at Mitchell Park? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, can't. I mean, it's going to be real exciting, especially you know if you have good weather and getting that. You know, that, that's the biggest thing is having good weather and and uh, uh, just make sure you take your allergy medicines before you go out there. I was sitting on the back porch shooting my bow this morning and looked at. There's a cedar tree. It looked like it was uh, had fire underneath it because there was so much pollen coming off of it. Skip Johnson is a classic. Skip would probably be, if you're looking to go, you know what, let's go have a couple beers and, you know, shoot the breeze. Probably Skip Johnson would be the one that would win that contest. There is, there is no coach at the University of Oklahoma. You know what, honestly, there is no figure in the University of Oklahoma athletic department that is more of an Oklahoma man than Skip Johnson. Skip Johnson is the consummate Oklahoma man. You know, it's crazy. Came from the University of Texas, obviously, and, uh, you know, working there with the Longhorns for a while. But, yeah, that's that's very Oklahoma, sitting on my back porch, shooting my bow. I don't think you've ever done that, Parker. You don't own a bow, do you? I do not own a bow, and it's been a long, long time since I shot one. I, I've never shot a bow. And my fear is that I'm so accident-prone, if I had any kind of a weapon, firearm, bow, whatever, that I would either kill myself or somebody. And uh, I don't want to do that. So I have saved a lot of lives in that respect. I'm not opposed to guns, you know, for self-defense. And, you know, don't want to get political here, but somebody will go take a lesson, Steely. No, I am too accident-prone to have a weapon. I'm just telling you. So that's why. All right, 405-461-3439. We'll hear from Patty Gasso on uh, the Sooner women uh, starting in the Mary Nutter Classic out in Palm Springs coming up here in a little bit. 7.30 tonight, Mississippi State, and then Wisconsin at 10 o'clock tonight. Remember, the Sooners got Peyton Monticelli from Wisconsin through the portal, so that could be an interesting matchup. They've got Prairie State Saturday in a single game at 2.30, two games on Sunday Seattle University, 11 a.m. wonder if Elgin Baylor will play in that game. And then uh, Loyola Marymount at 1.30. Seven seconds to shoot with Paul Westhead. One of the coolest teams in college basketball history will oppose the Sooners in softball at 1.30 Sunday. And they play Seattle again at 11 a.m. on Sunday. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. A listener in the 405 says, we got the Man of Steel talking about porn bots, and I heard the advertisement of Paul Rubin's play Fiddler on the Roof. L-O-L. A, a 918 listener added, those porn bots are my followers. Do not insult them. It's like, it's just so annoying. You're like, oh, no. It says click to view, and you're like, it's a bot. It's a skanky bot. And you view it, and you, it's either going to be somebody cursing at you or a, a skanky bot. That's what they are. They're skanky bots. And you're like, no. And then you go report them, and they, you know what difference it makes? Zero. None. It's ridiculous. How, and very tawdry. How did this become so prevalent across Twitter? 
Uh, how is it that these bots proliferate? Someone has to be creating them, right? It's Putin. It's the Russians. We're blaming the it's Russians. Got to be the Russians. Uh, absolutely. The Russians created the uh, the outage the other day too. Yes, they're gonna. Uh, you know what they said? They will take us down through our own actions. And how divided is the country right now? And they probably thought, you know, it's the perfect time to take down communications and see if we can do that and how they'll freak out. So, you know, it's not going to be fun when you're named Vladimir Thune. Soon. Vlad, what? What? They will make you change your name to a Russian name. You'll be Vladimir Thune in about 10 years. I'll be gone and you'll be Vladimir Thune. I don't like where this is headed. I thought it was a solar flare. I thought that was the reason why communication. I think it was, today. yeah, created by the Russians. You think they they, they can they can create their own solar flares now? I don't I don't doubt that. They have control over the sun. There, if if anybody's controlling the sun, it's either well one of three people: Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, or Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Big Rich in OKC says, "Do you get detritus from skanks?" <laughs> and a, a listener down in I've Georgia never heard said, detritus before I feel see I've always thought you know what I can keep up with the Thune thesaurus until today so it was a watershed moment for you because I'm like okay that one I haven't heard that one we had a listener down in Georgia say I got detritus in my left knee hurts too <laughs> Oh, uh, there's always somebody. It's like with, with Howard Cosell. Howard, quit using them big words, will you? Okay. Uh, do we have time for one or two more? I think we do, don't we? Real quick. LaDonna from Lubbock said, Steely, I'm 56, and I'm only in a Facebook group for our Sooners. Yep. LaDonna, you have a pass. You, uh, you, know, you have clearance, security clearance to do whatever you want, so you're good. Yeah. 404 no, I got, I got you. A 404 listener says, the Russians did it. Spoken like a true liberal, Steely. I am not affiliated with any political party because I hate politics with a passion. And I've had a few people, you know what I love? Fucking politics. I'm like, are you freaking crazy? There's a screw loose. Your brain, (laughs) somehow, there is a portion of your brain that is not working. Who in the H-E-double-L loves to talk politics? I mean, yeah, I'd like to go out and get punched in the face by Mike Tyson every day. Sounds like a lot of fun. So you'll be voting. If you you enjoy talking politics in this day and age, there's something wrong with your medulla oblongata. So you'll be voting Bob Stoops for president this fall. You put him on the ballot, I'll vote for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we got a break right here Friday at Riverwind. Great to have you with us. We have Brandon Drum on the way at 135. We'll talk sooner football, what else, recruiting uh, coming up. We might jump into battle basketball if we have enough time. But you know what Brandon's all about, talking about uh, sooner recruiting. So that's coming up at 135. When we get back, Patty Gasso, you know, her team is 9-0. and But there is a standard for the sooner softball team that Patty doesn't think is being met just yet. We'll hear what she had to say when we get back right here on The Ref.
Steel Man and Thune from uh, Riverwind Casino for me and uh, back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio, Parker Thune with us, obviously, as he is each and every day. How you doing, Warren? What's going on? Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. We are uh, going to be here until 2 o'clock. Teddy will be here uh, coming up at 3 o'clock. And uh, as always, big times here at Riverwind Casino. The uh, 80K Leap Into Luck uh, promotional drawing is happening. And uh, we have, um, you know, always something going on. Cupid's Mad Dash, Leap Into Love. I think I said Leap Into Luck. Those drawings are tonight for 80K and cash and bonus play. And uh, 60K on the line, cash and bonus play, and the Cupid's Mad Dash promotional drawings tomorrow night. We've got a show at the Showplace tonight, Scotty McCreary. Shows have been back for a while at the Showplace Theater, and it's been awesome. And we've got our outdoor concert series, Beats and Bites, coming up uh, later in May all through summer, which is always a great time in a family-friendly environment. Come on out uh, and take part in the festivities. And, again, the uh, Beats and Bites lineup is available uh, right now at Riverwind.com. And you can get your tickets for any of these shows at Riverwind.com or at the Casino Box Office. want to thank, again, Black Thunder Roofing for sponsoring hour number two here on the ref you can find them online at blackthunderroofing.com give them a call at 405-473-8028 and the old man yells at cloud portion of today's program brought to you by depends undergarments soiling yourself feeling a fool reach for depends and it'll all be cool (laughs) did you come up with that I did come up with that, yes, a while back, yes. Thank you. Very oh, much. a while back. So that that's a great, that's a great pitch, right? That wasn't improvised, is what you're saying. You didn't just no, come up with that right now in this it, moment. That's one of my sponsors on the Senior Fortnite Champions uh, stream. Depends undergarments. Do they know they're one of your sponsors? Not really. But. People tend to like that. I don't know why they still laugh at it. So anyway, all right, Patty Gasso. And the Sooner women, they're 9-0. and They've won 62 games in a row. They're going after their fourth straight uh, national championship, and Oklahoma's an overwhelming favorite. Um, 62 victories again in a row and counting. And they have Mississippi State tonight at the Mary Nutter Classic in California. Uh, that's a 7.30 start. 10 p.m. for the matchup with, with Wisconsin. Uh, Chris Blank is out there. will be on the call, of course. Uh, OU pitching has looked really good. Yes, you lost Jordy Ball, and you lost Alex Sirocco. But, you know, Kelly Maxwell has been unbelievable so far. You've got Nicole May, S.J. Guerin, the freshman, came in. Uh, Lake Charles last weekend looked really good. You have Peyton Monticelli from Wisconsin, uh, who's looked good. Kirsten Deal, Carly Keeney from Liberty. They've got six arms that are pretty good. And, man, can they mix it up out there in the circle uh, for the OU ladies softball team, uh, you know, a lot of different looks, you know, a couple lefties uh, in Maxwell and Garen, and they've just got a really nice rotation. But let's hear from Patty Gasshill. Again, they're undefeated, but the OU standard is as high as it gets. And uh, Patty says she's, uh, you know, she's somewhat pleased, but not totally pleased so far. Pitching staff has, has been just excellent from the start. So that's good news, good news. Defense has been very, very good as well. It's our offense, and I think there's a little bit of press. But there's also, again, I felt a little bit of staleness, almost taking for granted who we're playing. And 
it's our opportunity to get better. So we talked a lot about that. And um, yesterday practice looked a little bit different and a little more push. I think there are times we're starting to get away from uh, what our mindset really is, which is blue collar and hardworking. And I missed some of that this weekend. So um, it was kind of a team decision that they want more, more, more push. So I can easily do that. So they're going to push it good. They're going to push it real good is what it sounds like to me. So, But uh, the standard is so high. And, again, most teams at 9-0 and would feel pretty good. But Patty Gasso, again, got to get that offense going. They're averaging over seven, uh, seven runs per game. It's about 7.3, I believe. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, out at the Mary Nutter Classic. Sooners win all five. They would be at 67 in a row. I got a text. Steely, what would be the one thing that would drive Sooner fans the most crazy with the move to the SEC? Well, losing, obviously, would be number one. Oh, yes. Let's start. Go ahead and I start mean, there. Yeah, let's start with the very basics. You always start with the basics. But, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Is it going to be easier for Oklahoma State to get to the playoff or Oklahoma to get to the playoff? I think there's a case to be made for both sides, certainly. Obviously, Oklahoma State is going to have an easier path, but there will be more lenience given from the committee to a program like Oklahoma that plays an SEC schedule. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's almost like, well, is it easier to make the playoffs in the Pac-12 or in the SEC. You have a very compelling argument for both because on one, on, on, on one hand, you're going to have an easier path. On the other hand, you're not going to have to do as much on the resume and your, the strength of your schedule will be able to carry you further than a team with a comparable resume or a comparable number of wins that plays in a weaker conference, right? So I I don't know if there's necessarily a clear-cut answer to that question, but I think Oklahoma will always – well, I shouldn't say always. For the foreseeable future, Oklahoma is better positioned than Oklahoma State just because they have a lot more firepower than Oklahoma State does. Oklahoma State only gets one more year of Ollie Gordon. After that, man, you got to figure it all out again. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a team quarterbacked by Alan Bowman is probably not making the college football playoff in 2024. Alan Bowman is going straight from quarterback to a rest home after he's done at Oklahoma State, right? He's pretty old. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Oh, somebody's going to text me. But, you know, I was thinking about this. Um, you know, the SEC with the 12-team playoff, I think your top four, you've got a great chance. Three are definitely getting in every year and we're talking about this for the next two years before they expand but the one thing i was just imagining what the text line is going to look like if down the road oklahoma state's getting to the playoff like every other year and oklahoma's getting there like every fourth or fifth year it is going to be unbearable absolutely unbearable now look before somebody tells you not gonna happen steely i i'm not saying it is i'm just envisioning what if it does turn out that way? Um, the more, do you like the fact that, you know, there's talk again 
We've got this format for two years, 5 plus 7, 12 teams. 2026, we're going, it looks like, to at least 14, and I think they may work their way up to 16. Why not go for 16 right now? But if you get 16 teams, and some people may think, well, that's too watered down. But if you're Oklahoma, you need to be getting into a 16-team field certainly just about every single year. Now, not that you're going to, you know, there could be a down year here and there where you lose some close games or whatever. But the bottom line, Parker, is you've got to be what? In a 12-team, you've got to be one of the top four teams in the SEC. You know, maybe in some weird years, top three. But particularly if and when they expand to 16, and I think they will, your OU, you've got to be in at least, what, three times every four years or so. What do you think? I think if you're Oklahoma and you have a 16-team playoff field on a perennial basis, A, you also have to have the understanding that you're playing in the SEC, right? So maybe, at least for now, with where this program sits, maybe it's a different conversation three years down the road if the Sooners go and compete for national championships here in the not-too-distant future. But as of right now, you shouldn't necessarily have the expectation that Oklahoma makes the playoff field every single year in a 16-team format. But I think the expectation should absolutely be that you're making that cut more often than you're not because you are one of the most prestigious programs in all of college football. You have an outstanding coaching staff, outstanding tradition, outstanding lineage of recent success, and you play in the best conference in America. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be making that field more often than not. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, we know that we have 12 for two years, but I do think uh, 16. To me, 14, that number just doesn't make any sense to me. But we'll ask Brandon Drum about that as well. All right, here at Riverwind on a Friday, love being out here. Always something to do. Always good times at Riverwind Casino. We're going to take a timeout, and Brandon Drum will join us on the Riverwind Hotline when we get back. It's Friday right here on the home of Sooner fans. Brandon Drum joins us, OU Insider, on the Riverwind Casino Hotline on this Friday, as he always does. Before we jump into a uh, recruiting question, I want to ask both of you guys this one. Let's say the the unthinkable happens, you know, during the season and Jackson Arnold goes down with an ankle or something like that. We saw it happen with Dylan Gabriel late in the season last year in the BYU game. Who do you guys think would come in early if that happened and then later in the season if that happened? Are you thinking it's definitely Casey Thompson or could it be Michael Hawkins? Uh, I'll say Casey. Uh, he was brought in specifically to be that, the experience backup. Now, fall camp and what goes on during the season and who progresses, and does what will play an integral part in all that. But, I mean, he was specifically brought in to be that that piece, the, the, the backup, the experienced backup, the experienced guy in the room um, at the quarterback position for Oklahoma. So, I mean, that would be my answer. Brandon, I hear the cops behind you. You're not getting pulled over, are you? No, it was, a, it was an ambulance that just drove okay. by. Okay. Good. Just making sure. Just making sure you're not getting in trouble with the law on a Friday yeah, afternoon. I try not to. But, uh, Brandon, my question to you is, and obviously one of the main topics of discussion today 
in Sooner Circles is the addition of new special teams analyst Doug Deacon, formerly of the San Diego State Aztecs. Thoughts on the hire and how he can improve the unit for Oklahoma? I mean, you know better than I do on that because you're the one that was, you know, working that story uh, much more than I. But uh, he was one of the best special teams coaches in America. At San Diego State, he had award winners. Uh, He had All-Americans. He had all-conference guys. Uh, he had a kick return that averaged, I believe, 30-plus yards. And it was, like, seventh in the country. So, like, I, I I think when you see all those numbers, you've got to like the hire because that's what he's done in his career outside of being a tight ends coach. He's been an excellent, excellent special teams guy and arguably one of the best in the country. Brandon Drum joining us on the uh, Riverwind Casino Hotline on this Friday here from Riverwind. Uh, what do you think the next big news will be for uh, the Sooners on the recruiting trail that OU fans will get really excited about? I mean, obviously, I think whoever they hire to fill in the spot for J.R. Sandlin will be number one. Um, I think... Uh, Jolie Ali, I think, is a, was a really good hire as far as a director of on-campus recruiting. Uh, but as far as, like, players and stuff, I think March 9th is going to be huge. There's some really big targets coming into town. you got Trent Wilson uh, coming into town that weekend and a plethora of others. Trent Wilson is one of the top defensive linemen in the country. He's coming all the way from Washington, D.C. So I think you look at that, you look at – Uh, Just some of the pieces, I believe Amari and Robinson's supposed to be in that day as well, the four-star safety out of Arkansas. So uh, there's there's a big, big group of players coming in for the future Freaks Day on uh, March 9th. And then I think later on in March, uh, they're going to have another, I guess, uh, big junior day. And then I think in late April, Uh, As far as spring practice goes, they're going to do that. Brandon, people are uneasy, and people are uneasy because Jonah Williams is visiting Oregon in March. Not necessarily Um, specific to Oregon, but in a more general sense mm -hmm. with that recruitment. Is there anybody else that you really worry about OU having to go toe-to-toe with as this thing stretches out? Ohio State. I mean, I think Ohio State and him. Look. He's a five-star recruit. People need to take a deep breath. Like, anybody that thought that this thing was going to be over in February is delusional. And I say that in the kindest and most possible way. Five-star recruits generally don't have that. So, And I apologize for the background. Got some cocoa melon going on in the background with the baby because uh, we're on a long trip. <laughs> so, um, But anyways, yeah, the five-star recruits don't, they don't end that quickly. You're going to have to fight that thing out. Look, David Stone looked to be over with, oh, I don't know how many, three different times, and yet Oklahoma had to wait till August for that thing to be done. So I, you just got to take your time. Caleb Williams, for example, let's go back to that. He committed in March silently and didn't even announce till July 4th. So, I mean, if you, if you look at how five-star recruiting generally goes, they do not get over early at all. So take a deep breath. You're going to have to take some 
you know, body punches here and there. But if Oklahoma continues to stay steady, if they can continue to be patient, Brandon Hall generally wins out nine times out of ten. Do you think that uh, baseball will ultimately be a big advantage for Oklahoma there? Say what? Say what again? Do you think that baseball would be a big advantage there for Oklahoma? Oh, oh yes. Yes, absolutely. Skip Johnson. Um, I'm trying to think of everybody that is involved in that recruitment, but, uh, I mean, it, it, OU's, how OU – has been at baseball how good they generally are at baseball just the history the the fact that you've got some former major league guys on the staff i think that you you look at that and if you're jonah williams that's that's 100 percent an easy easy thing to look at oklahoma and go okay well they have the baseball side of things down pat now how comfortable does he feel with the football side of things and his relationship with brandon hall his relationship with brent venables is super super strong so I think you're just going to have to be patient. You're just going to have to let the baseball team and the football team and those coaches just continually just, you know, throw the throw the haymakers that they can back at Oregon, back at Ohio State. And I, I still like Oklahoma in this. There's a reason why these picks continually go in. But I'll say this. Um, Dan Lanning isn't going to go down without a fight. Everything I've ever been told about him – is that he's ready to spar it out when it comes to recruiting. So it's not going to be easy at all. Now, Brandon, recruiting rankings updates are imminent across the industry uh, for the class of 2025, specifically as spring football draws nearer and nearer. Now, are there any OU commits or targets that you feel are going to see their stock rise significantly with this next update? Ooh, man. Um, I think Lincoln Cure is going to continue to move up. Um, trying to think here. Uh, I, I, at the end of the day, I think Kevin, he may not move up right now, but I think Kevin Sperry will move up as time goes on. What he does during the Elite 11, during the Under Armour, during the Rivals camps, I think he's going to be the top dog, and that's why he's going to continue to move up. And if he can go to the Elite 11 and perform like Jackson Arnold, I think there's a world that he becomes a five-star. Brandon? Yep. Hello? Steely, you there? Yep, sorry about that. Uh, We just got... uh... Knocked off. That was my bad. Just uh, saw our man Justin out here. We were having a little conversation there for just a minute. Brandon, uh, good stuff. And uh, Parker, you you feel the same way that if Jonah Williams again going to be hard fought, but uh, Oklahoma still again is in a good spot, right? Yeah, definitely. They lead that race now. It's not to say other programs can't shrink the lead, and you know Oregon and Ohio yeah. State; those are two heavy hitters on the recruiting trail, but. Oklahoma has been recruiting Jonah Williams a long, long, long time. Those relationships run deep. And as we know, when Skip Johnson gets involved, he tends to close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Skip, yeah. he. You talk about a closer. That guy's a closer, no doubt. All right. Always again, thanks to Brandon. That's right. Glenn Gary. It's the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross <laughs> closing. What a great – that's – if you ever thought about getting into sales, 
you know, uh, watch that movie, and that might dissuade you from getting into sales. All right, Brandon, thanks again, my friend. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Be safe. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. We will come back, and uh, we'll get to some final texts here. We're here at Riverwind Casino on a Friday, uh, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. That is 405-651-3439. And we'll get to as many as we can before we call it a a day for me out here. Teddy's going to be out here at 3 o'clock today uh, on the rush. Everybody? Keep it right here. We're coming right back. Back here with you, Riverwind Casino on a Friday. What a weekend we have planned here. It's going to be great on the ref. You've got all kinds of uh, sports to tune into. T-Row and the Sooner Baseball pregame show beginning at 3.30. Oklahoma and Wright State, 4 o'clock for the first pitch between the Sooners and the Raiders. And a single game, obviously, today you've got a doubleheader beginning at 1 o'clock on Saturday. And then Sunday, a single matchup at 4 p.m. Four-game set, opening uh, home weekend series for Skip Johnson and the Sooners. OU softball tonight, Mississippi State at 7.30, Wisconsin at 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, Oklahoma out in Palm Springs at the Mary Nutter Classic. Tomorrow they will play San Diego State at 2.30. Uh, On Sunday, a doubleheader, Seattle University at 11 a.m., Loyola Marymount, LMU at 1.30 on Sunday. Uh, You have Bedlam uh, basketball tomorrow, 1 o'clock at the LNC for the women's matchup. Uh, Jenny Baranchek and company having a great year, leading the league, taking on the Cowgirls, 1 o'clock game. That is going to be televised on Fox. And then you have the OU men heading to Gallagher-Iba for a 3 o'clock tip in Stillwater uh, against the Cowboys, and that game will be on ESPN2. Uh, women's gymnastics tonight, K.J. Kendler and company, hosting West Virginia at the Lloyd Noble Center. 6.45 start of the meets, but you can meet and greet Sooner legend Maggie Nichols. Uh, she has a new book out, and she'll be signing copies of that. Also, you can bring one extra item, one, to be signed by Maggie Nichols. And uh, the get-together is going to be happening right around 515. Uh, and, again, the meet happening between uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma at 645. And if you want to go get an autographed copy of the book or another item, one item for Maggie Nichols, that will start uh, right around 515. Okay, Parker, what do you think is going to happen in Stillwater tomorrow, OUOSU? <laughs> Oh, Steely, I don't know. I, I want to believe the Sooners get this one done. I want to believe they go up to Gallagher-Iba and get this win, but Oklahoma State's playing better as of late. Please, and the Sooners, Pistol Parker, ladies and gentlemen, the hey, birth of Pistol Parker. We already had Pistol Perry this morning. And I let me finish my thought here. All right. Despite all of that, I'm still going with the Sooners. I still think they're better top to bottom than Oklahoma State, and I don't know that the Pokes are as equipped to expose some of Oklahoma's weaknesses in the paint as a team like Kansas, for instance. So I think the Sooners shoot it well from beyond the arc uh, to rise up, put enough points on the board to win this game. Maybe not win running away, but I do think they get the victory tomorrow. You would pick OU against the Boston Celtics, wouldn't you? (laughs) 
somehow so well i know jason tatum's gonna be hard to defend and jalen brown and this is a this is a really good basketball oh, here team. we go but shamrock steely oklahoma's gonna find a way to beat the celtics in boston and they'll get it done you were just terrified of the text line no because absolutely you don't want to be pistol park you don't want to be pistol parker do you remember what i said last week about the kansas game gosh maybe it wasn't on this i i believe on the ou insider under the visor podcast brandon drum asked me straight up Hey, so you think there's any chance Oklahoma beats Kansas on Saturday? And I said no. Mm-hmm. So listen, All right. when when I don't think the Sooners are going to get done. I'm just giving you the business. I'm just giving you the business. Mark in Newcastle have- says Steely wears Pistol Pete underwear. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm picking OU in a close one. Actually, there we go. There we I go. Am. He's coming I'm around. I'm picking OU in a very close one. Now, Pistol Perry though, TJ Perry did pick the pokes. So wow. there's a new pistol on the ref, and it's Pistol Perry. This this text is hilarious, and it's tongue-in-cheek, but I can't even tell you how many times over the years I've been asked an actual question that maybe isn't this detailed but that resembles this. A listener in the okay. 405 asked, Guys, if Jackson Arnold and Michael Hawkins are headed out to grab some lunch in Jackson's pickup and they stop at a stop sign so Casey Thompson can walk across the crosswalk in front of them and they get (laughs) rear-ended and crash into Casey, leaving them both with whiplash and Casey with a deep thigh bruise, who do you think will be the starter? Uh, it's pretty good. I like it. That's that's I peak like off-season content. When you get pe- like it, it would happen to me on Twitter Spaces all last summer. So Parker, if both Dylan Gabriel and Jackson Arnold get hurt, who do you think plays quarterback for Oklahoma? And of course, you you don't want to just tell people outright that that's a stupid question because mm-hmm. yeah. you know you at least want to treat them with respect and decorum. But inwardly, I'm like. Are we really wasting our time debating this topic of all like of all the topics we could be discussing? We're talking about what the plan C at quarterback for Oklahoma is. Listen, if you get down to plan C, you're just kind of screwed at that point. It doesn't much matter. Yeah. If uh Zion Kearney sprains an ankle before he gets to OU, and then Zion Reagans decides Maybe I don't want to play football. And then let's say Nick Anderson takes his podcast to the next level and becomes a national star and doesn't want to play football. How does that affect the OU wide receiver group? I'll hang up and listen. That kind of stuff? Yes, very much so. It happens. It happens. We'll get there in like June. This next season is going to be unlike any other. I mean, I I still don't think – People have braced for impact yet because, you know, either if OU comes out and they reel off 10 or 11 wins first year in the SEC, people are going to be going crazy. They're going to be posing and flexing. And if OU has issues, oh, my gosh, it's going to be because, you know what people lack? It's a Guns N' Roses song, Patience. Well, I was, there were a lot of possible answers, mm-hmm. correct answers to that question. People yeah. lack a lot of things. Well, we have created this idiocracy where people expect something right now. Right now. I don't know, do I have to work for something, really? I want to be a, right now, I'd love to be a, Utah, a YouTube Sooner podcasting star. What do I have to do? You know. We've created a society where people aren't patient. 
because how can you be when you live your life in 20-second video clips and you have to stare at your phone all day? Your brain starts to shrink. That's a scientific fact made up by me. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a brain that works really well, you know that Riverwind Casino is one of the best places you can come any weekend, win some cash or bonus play or have a great meal. Saw Justin came by, great dude. Uh, they have a great staff here, great promotions. And if you haven't been out to Riverwind since the renovation, you need to come check it out because it is, it is really impressive, and they have made the best even better. All right, Teddy's going to be out here at 3. I will be off next week, so the old man won't be yelling at a cloud. It'll be a young man showing off his vocabulary. That'll be fun. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you.